The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. Uh, my name is May Elliott. Uh, and this is the last day in our five-day series on the five hindrances. Um, and as I've shared, uh, getting to know the five hindrances in our meditation practice is really essential for learning how to settle the mind. Uh, and the five hindrances for those who need a review include sense desire, ill will or aversion, restlessness, sloth and torpor, and doubt. So today we'll focus on the hindrance of doubt. Uh, this might be doubting the practice, uh, doubting ourselves, doubting our teachers. And the traditional antidote for doubt um, is faith or sada in Pali. Um, another word we might use instead of faith, if that word doesn't resonate for you, is confidence, or we could use the word trust. Um, so in our meditation today, we'll be cultivating confidence and trust in the practice. So let's go ahead and find our meditation posture. Um, something that allows you to be alert and relaxed. Tuning into a sense of the body. I felt sense of being here. Setting the intention to land in this moment. And as we begin our meditation today, uh, we'll actually engage in a reflective practice um, where we're actually allowing the mind to think, uh, but we're doing so in a way where we're present and we're intentional about the topic, about the reflection. Um, so let's start by taking a moment to reflect on times the practice has been beneficial for you. Maybe it was a time that you were stressed and the practice uh, made you feel more calm, or maybe you were listening to a Dharma talk and had an insight about your practice. Um, or maybe you had a time where there was a, uh, you experienced a beautiful meditation state, or there was just some uh, general uh, deep resonance with the truth of the Dharma. Um, so these are all different ways that you might've experienced the fruit of the practice. So take a few moments now to reflect on times where the practice has been uh, supportive for you. You might consider these, we're reflecting on moments that are faith-building moments.
sometimes there isn't a particular moment for ourselves that inspires our practice or that brings forth faith, but there's a teacher that we're inspired by. So we can also bring that person to mind, how we feel around them or when we listen to them, um, and we can lean on their faith. We might not have faith in ourselves, but we have faith in, in the teacher's practice. So we can bring that person to mind as a representation of faith. It might be the Dalai Lama, um, or it might be um, an archetypal figure, the Bodhisattva of compassion, Kuan Yin. Um, or it might be a teacher that you know or that you listen to online or in person, maybe at IMC, maybe Gil, somebody that brings forth your faith. So having uh, reflected for a few moments on faith this morning, on things that inspired our practice or ways that we've been benefited by the practice, well, let this reflection infuse your, uh, your meditation today um, uh, with some confidence um, uh, and remind you of kind of a sense of purpose of why we're showing up here. Uh, there's a reason we're doing this practice. So at this time, we'll drop any uh, reflecting we're doing um, and we'll enter the more formal part of our meditation practice uh, where we can connect with our anchor. So go ahead and find the anchor that works for you, the breath, the soundscape, a global sense of the body sitting. And just take some time to land. Maybe having trust that uh, focusing on your anchor can support you, allowing this practice to support you, not needing to think of past or future, no need to engage in planning or fixing or regretting. You can put all that down and have confidence in the freedom that's possible by staying here.
as we sit, we're bringing just enough energy to the practice to make sure that we can be here. So that might mean bringing enough energy to bring the mind back to the present if you've gotten lost in thinking. But we're not overexerting. We're not trying to create any special states or make anything happen. Instead, uh, can you trust that whatever's arising for you in the practice is exactly the teaching that you need to receive? Can you have confidence uh, in your practice, uh, confidence that the Dharma is bringing you whatever you need, whether that's a challenge or a joy? This is where, where the learning is. This is the learning edge. Whatever is arising in your life, in your practice, um, is exactly the curriculum you need to study in order to be free. And then trusting that whatever arises, uh, that you can meet that. Having faith in yourself that you're able to meet that meeting your life with mindfulness, with kindness, with patience. Maybe we can't do this every moment. One moment at a time, we can cultivate these wholesome states in relationship to whatever's happening.
staying in this moment with things as they are. Can you trust the Dharma to allow things to unfold naturally? And at any point in the meditation today, if you find that you're struggling to be here, to stay with your anchor, to stay in the body, and you find yourself getting lost in thought or falling asleep, you might check to see if any of the other hindrances are present. You might ask the question, what's beneath this? There's a lot of thinking. What am I feeling right now? Maybe sense desire is fueling the thinking mind or ill will aversion. Maybe the mind is like a pond overgrown with moss, filled with sloth and torpor, sleepiness. Maybe restlessness is present. So if you notice any of these things, can you recognize them clearly, shining the light of awareness on them? And then feel them in the body, get to know them. What are they like? And if there are no hindrances in this moment, take note of the absence of hindrance. This is a really wholesome thing to notice the mind free from hindrance. And it is one of the conditions for the arising of gladness. So if the mind is free from hindrance, see if you can touch into whether there's any gladness in the heart, this joy of being free.
one analogy from James Barris about faith uh, likens growing faith to the process of learning to swim. So when we first learn to swim, we might be thrashing around in the water, struggling, striving to just keep our head above water. But as we start to gain more confidence in the water, that the water can hold us, things become a little bit more easeful. We start to trust. Okay, I'm not going to sink here. I can trust the water. And in the same way, we learn to trust the Dharma. Okay, I can trust this. I can put faith in this. And eventually, we learn that we can just rest floating on our back in the water. Effortless, at ease, allowing the water to hold us completely. This is complete confidence in the Dharma. We can rest and trust the Dharma. We show up here. We make the effort to be here, to be mindful. And we can trust.
May the collected goodness of our practice benefit all beings. So they may be happy, healthy, safe, and free from suffering. May all beings know happiness and the causes of happiness. Thank you very much.